What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? Respect the chat podcast episode thirty four. Rich is here. What's going on? Frankie's in the building. Hey, what's up? Episode thirty four, the Hakeem Olajuwon or Walter Payton episode. Which one do you think it should be, Rich, or both? Should they just share it? I think they both deserve to share okay. the episode. I like it. I like it. Do you know who Hakeem Olajuwon is? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> All right. Frank, what do you think? You know what I think. Walter Payton. That's why I said both. Okay. I said both because leading up to this, I kept going back and forth. Charles Barkley, 34. I'm trying to think if there's any more 34s. Ray uh, Allen? Ray Allen, 34 with the Bucks. Yeah. Another good 34. I'm trying to think of a baseball. Oh, Bryce Harper, 34? No. I think we should look these up before we get the <laughs> podcast going. <laughs> no, we're right on all of these so far. We have been actually you right sure on Bryce most Harper? of them. Bryce Harper, we're going to look it up in a little bit. But this is it. This is the Respected Chat crew back in the building. I'm going to check on Bryce Harper in a little bit. We just had Thanksgiving a couple days ago or so. Had some great games on. Um, but before we get to the games, I want to know what your highlight was. What, what was the thing you ate that you just were looking forward to and it hit the spot or something that surprised you? Like, yo, I need to eat more of this on Thanksgiving. It wasn't like I wanted to eat more of it, but it hit the spot and it was really good. What you're going to be surprised I'm about to say was the soup your mom made. The soup. butternut squash soup that your mom made was yes. unbelievable. The soup de jour was butternut squash <laughs> There's soup. There's nothing your mom can't whip up. I, I That's what I come to realize after Thanksgiving. Rich, I'm she right went there in, with you. She went into making the soup. She didn't really know how to do it. She just winged it and... See what happens. Boom. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Dude, the soup was amazing. Couldn't believe it. Very nice. But my favorite is her so- uh, stuffing. Yeah. The thing I was really looking forward to was the stuffing. Because I love stuffing. Love it. And it was on point. But something I got to start eating more of yeah. is cornbread. Yo, cornbread's good. Cornbread is amazing. I had so much cornbread over the last, like, two <laughs> days. Cornbread me silly. Cornbread me silly. How about this? Now, we ate Thanksgiving dinner twice in, in a row because we had leftovers yesterday, right? Yeah. I didn't have turkey either times. Uh, no yeah. turkey Yeah. for me. Let us know about that, y'all out there. Like, can you do Thanksgiving without turkey? Or you come to the point in your life where it's like, all right, I know that's the staple and that's the symbol of Thanksgiving. Though giving thanks should be the symbol, but that's not, I guess that's not a visual thing. The visual (laughs) of Thanksgiving is a turkey, but yo, I could honestly do without the turkey, I think. I think we should do, Corinne, my wife, said that we should do chicken cutlets. Oh my God, that's a great idea. And then then all the rest of the regular sides. Sweet potato pie. I'm with it. Because you're still getting the chicken type ideal in there. Yeah. Stuffed mushrooms. um, All the stuffed mushrooms. Mashed potatoes, stuffing, green bean casserole. All is great. Whatever you want. I'm just 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 now throwing a chicken chicken, uh, cutlet. Yeah, I like all of that. Okay. I just don't like turkey. Rich, what do you think? I'm with it. All right, we should maybe think about it and try it. We could push it. If we could push it and we could make it happen, then we'll let people know how it could really go. Paul Pierce. Oh my and Shaquille God! O'Neal. How did we forget that? And, and Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal on the Lakers. Yeah. To Wallace, me, right? to me, Shaq. I don't know if I don't know if Wallace. Shaq is. was originally thirty-two with the Magic. Yes, correct? yes. And I think Rasheed Wallace is thirty. 
I think he was number 30, to be honest with you, or, th- or 36. I don't think he was 34. And I just checked, Bryce Harper was 34. Really? Paul, Paul, yeah. Paul Pierce, the truth, man. That is a real 34 for the I Boston like that. Celtics. I like that basketball one. A lot of serious ones. Yo, Walter Payton. Was Walter Payton the leading scorer? Uh, leading is he the leading rusher all time in the NFL? Do you think? I'm gonna test y'all knowledge. No, it's just it's Emmitt Smith. Nice. Emmitt Smith is number one. Where is Walter Payton? He's top five, I would believe. Okay. I'll, I'll say. What do you think he is? I'll say fourth. You think Walter Payton's fourth? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go third. Okay. Walter Payton is second. Ooh. Barry Sanders is third. Okay. Who's he didn't fourth? never passed him. Barry Sanders would have been number one, right, if he didn't retire early? I mean, if there's anyone that could could have beat Emmitt Smith, I think it could have been Barry Sanders because he just – the amount of yards, the amount of touches. And he retired, like, in his prime. Yeah, yeah, and Emmitt played for a long time. Um, doesn't matter. Emmitt's still the man, and he's well, well, well deserved. But Barry Sanders could have got right up there. I bet that you guys can't guess who four is. Give us All like time a leading rusher. Give four. us, give us like a like an era he played in, like the seventies, sixties. He's 80s. still playing right now. Still playing right now. Frank Gore. Frank Gore. I knew that. Fourth all time. Wow. Right? How he's, crazy is that? He's still trucking. I know. Adrian Peterson, another guy who's on the list at nine, currently playing in the NFL, still pretty wild, right? Let's go through this. Who's fifth? So one of them is, is Emmett Smith, two is Gary Payton, three Barry Sanders, Gary Payton, Walter Payton. <laughs> <laughs> one Emmett Smith, two Walter Payton, three Barry Sanders, four Frank Gore, five. He was a Jet. Curtis Martin. Yep. Great one. And and, and a Patriot, but just I I, I as a Jet, he was. I yeah. mean, both. He was when so you, when good. When you say his name, I, I actually remember him as a Jet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's where I would go. A lot of people would go Patriot though. Where's yeah. Marshall Falk on that list? All right, we're gonna get there. Okay. Um, six. Retired a couple years ago. Played for two teams. Ladainian Tomlinson. Yep. We'll play. We'll, this would be like catchphrase. I'll okay. try to describe who the guy all right, is when right. you guys guess. If I the like listeners it. can't tell by now, we have no agenda. No, <laughs> this was a spur of the moment no, podcast. No, no. It's been we a busy you. week. This is going to be the best one. This is going to be the best one ever. All right, number seven. Uh, had a really cool nickname. The Bus. Yes, Jerome oh, Bettis. <laughs> Very nice. We're good at this. All right, this one might be a little tough. This one might be a little tough. Um, played for the Rams. Dorset. Wore, wore gargles. Oh, I know this guy. Are they guy. called Gargles? Eric Ga- Dickerson? <laughs> Eric Dickerson. Or, yes, Eric yes. Dickerson. Or that's, ga- what or, or ga- that's what I meant to word? say. Goggles? Goggles? Goggles. Gorgles? I call them Gorgles. Uh, Gorgoyles? <laughs> right. Those things? Like those <laughs> yeah. vampire looking? That protect the uh, <laughs> library. Um, number nine currently plays. Just guessed it before, if you can remember it. Adrian again. Peterson? Yes, Adrian Peterson. Ten. Um, all-time Dallas great. He he got traded to the Vikings in that big trade. That guy? Nope. No, not him. No. Uh, DeMarco Murray? Nope. No, it was just all time. Dang, my cowboy knowledge isn't that great. That's a, it's a tough one. Tony Dorsett. Oh, we oh I said we Dorsett got before. That. Oh, you did? Dang it. No, yeah, to, Dorsett is I was 10. thinking of Herschel Walker. That's uh, the one that got traded from the Cowboys, Yes, that's right? who you were thinking of, yeah. Number 11, um, Cleveland Brown, great. John Brown? Or Jim Brown? Jim Brown, Jim yes. Brown. Jim yes. Brown. 
Um, twelve. Play with Kurt Warner. Marshall Falk. Yep. Um, next thirteen. Play with one of the best quarterbacks ever. War number thirty-two. Uh, Edron James. Edron James. Very nice. This guy played on number fourteen. He played for two teams too: the Chiefs and the Raiders. The Chiefs. Priest Holmes? No. No. Oh, that's a, that was a good one. But a very good guess. But he was Ch- Chiefs with the like Raiders. before before Priest Holmes. Chiefs. End of his career played with the Raiders. He's a tough one too. Marcus Allen. Wow. And then, it's, and then it's Franco Harris, Thurman Thomas, Fred nope. Taylor, Stephen Jackson, John Riggins, and Corey Dillon. Wow. From his the 20th. Bengals. Remember him? With 11,000 yards. You know yeah. what I'm shocked about with this list? There's a lot of, like, recent running backs at the top of that list. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. When you think of, like, Marshall Folk and Edron James and guys like that, that's like when we were growing up. Yeah. Jerome that we're Bennis, just killing Ladanian it. Tomlinson. Yeah. Curtis how, Martin. Frank how about Gore. Frank Gore at fourth? Crazy. I got a question for you guys. If you had to pick only one running back that's currently playing that could end up in the top five, by the end of his career, who would it be? Currently playing, but could end up in top five by the end of his Because obviously you R- need to rushing sustain. Yards? Yeah, rushing yards. You need to sustain that for a long time. I'll say Gurley, just because of the start he had. And, that, and the type of offense he's in. It's another greatest show on turf with the Rams, you know. Like there's a possibility he could he, he could get their Zeke, depending on, you know, if, if that if that line could get going again. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and if the Cowboys could keep feeding him the ball. Yep. No, uh, Man. those are two good ones. Yo. Fournette, Kareem Hunt. What do you think about them? You think they have any? Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is proven that he can put up a ton of yards every year, right? He was the leading Russian NFL last year. Yep. And he's right up there this year. Um, you think Barkley has a shot? I think Barkley's going to be more of like a Marshall Falk. And Marshall Falk is up there, but I think he's going to be a lot like a, like a catch, catching the ball out of the backfield type back and just, you know. Killing it that way, yeah. like, like like LT, like LT, you know, because LT did run the ball like a traditional runner, but he caught a lot of passes, caught a lot of passes. W- Even Matt Forte, another guy, another running back that was in the NFL, caught a lot of passes. Not your traditional looking running back, you know. I'm gonna say Gurley because I feel like they're not beating him down over there so he could sustain that for a longer period of time. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think Gurley... I think Zeke's going to have an amazing career, but they're going to use him over there, and those miles are going to pile up kind of fast. Mm-hmm. Like uh, um, Ricky, like Ricky Williams, you know? Yeah, used him kinda, like crazy. Kind of something like that. I feel like Gurley could just be over there and, and kill it every year, but they're not. All the weight's not on his shoulders, you know? They're not going to beat him up too bad. I agree. That's who I would go with, Gurley. Yeah, I'm going to go with one that's going to surprise you. I'm going to go with Le'Veon Bell. You still think Bell was missing a whole year? I think so. Yeah, I I definitely do. I don't know. I mean, he's 28, correct? And he catches a lot, too. No, he's 26. 26? Yeah. He does catch it a lot, too. He definitely he's got four life. years left, all, you it, think, right? It, it depends. Yeah, four really solid years. It depends yeah. on where he goes, though, also. Yeah, I agree. But if he can go to a team that has a good line, you know, or a decent line, 
and they could and 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 they're gonna feature him. You know what I'm saying? Because whoever's gonna get him is gonna give him a lot of money, right? So they're gonna want to use him. Yeah, they're gonna, I agree. But not use him. I I don't think to the point of to kill him. You know, because they invested in him. But, but I think he's gonna get a lot of touches, a lot of touches. I'm while, trying. To, while we're on the Bell subject. Mm. Where do you think he's gonna end up next year? I know we kind of talked about it a little bit, yeah. but now since like we know he's he he didn't come back, he's not playing for the Steelers for the rest of this season. I mean, where do you think he's gonna he's gonna end up next year? What do you think about the decision now? Did he make the right decision or did he make the wrong decision? Uh, I think he made the right decision. I mean, you already held out for so long. A couple players went down. You seen you know Alex Smith broke his leg. Um, who, who, the guy from the Seahawks, the safety Earl Thomas. I mean, if you if you already lost that much money, screw it. And they they, they ended up finding that loophole where. Right, but I'm talking about from the beginning of the yeah, year. Yeah, I think I think it was a good decision. I, I, I and I said that all along. If he didn't get hurt, right, he would still get that big contract and have made all the money that he made this year. But it's a whole extra year of wear and tear on his body. That even though it, it's it's gonna pay, it's gonna play a role later on in his life. Like that's a whole year of football that he played. And I said this since, since the beginning. You guys didn't agree with me, but I said I think it was a smart decision. He's he's banking on himself in the future, and I think it, I think it's gonna pay off. I do. I think so. Also, more than anything, is he's starting to take the steps to demolish the franchise tag. I think in a couple years we see that rule or whatever that whatever that's writing that writing in the in the the um, players. Bargaining agreement, yeah. whatever that is called, and co- like I don't think that's going to be able. To, I don't think teams are going to be able to use that anymore, or they're going to restructure it. Something's going to happen. Maybe it's it, maybe it's maybe it's just two years instead of three. Maybe it's one instead of three. I think it's going to take more than just him though to get that to change. I think he, the, right, NFL, right. the, the NFL's yeah. uh, the bargaining system program, whatever they mm-hmm. they're very strong. Like they don't budge. These players, you know, yeah, but I don't the think players any of the put players, this in place as well. You do know that, right? Right. I don't think players like it is what I'm saying. I think there's enough players out there that say, I don't like this. Like, we got to get rid of this. And it took someone to be like, yo, I'm just not going to play. It's going to take, it's gonna take like two more big-time so? players to hold For out. Them to I, change it? Yes. And get rid of it? They're not going to change it that quick. Not, well, well, not that easily. Maybe. I just think he took the step towards it. I agree. Um, I think the decision in the beginning wasn't to sit out, though, Frank. I think the decision in the beginning was come back at some point, but then things got in the way, whether it be other guys getting injured, um, Connor's success, um, the locker room being against him, the media. I don't know. I think things came up as it went on, but I don't think in the beginning he was like, I'm definitely sitting out all year. So I'm just saying, like, if it if you had to just pick one, he made the right decision or he didn't make the right decision. I think he made the right decision. Okay. I agree. I don't. Why? I feel like I understand about the injured thing, but if we're being realistic, most likely he wouldn't have been injured this year, right? And I don't if know about the, the odds, how do you the, say that? The odds are more to or towards, towards won't, not not getting hurt, right. but there's still that yeah, yeah, possibility. Yeah. I get it. But if he didn't get hurt, he kills it again, right? He makes the nineteen million that he was offered, that he was well, guaranteed. Well, it was fourteen, right? 14, fourteen, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And you still signed a big contract because either way you look at it, saved the year or not, these are this is a year of him. Playing football in his prime. 
And you don't want to give that away. I could understand where you're coming from. I think the only thing he lost, though, is money. And yeah. the Steelers, like he, he gained a year of rest on his body. Um, I think he's got the skill to step right in next year and do his thing. I think he gained the respect of other players, maybe not his teammates, but in the fact of the next step on this ending this franchise tag thing. And I think he gave more people the ability to be like, yo, you know why You don't want to pay me. I'm not going to come out. And I think he saves it, like I said. In the beginning, I don't think this was the plan. I could, you know, from a fantasy standpoint, I hated it. I'll tell you that. Much. <laughs> I'm with you. Not on even because I made a trade for to get him in the beginning of the year, just because I love him, and I and, and I lost out. I lost out on seeing him, but I also got to remember that this is this guy's livelihood, and that's where I couldn't like stop wanting him to come back even more. As one, I want them to kill my fantasy team, but two, I wanted to see him. But I can understand where you're coming from. I just feel like if he didn't get hurt, he makes all that money. He has another great, successful year, and he still gets paid. I think, I think this, Frank. I think that if he would have played this year, he would have killed it more than maybe the year he's going to add on at the end. Right, definitely, but 100%. May, right, and, and maybe that's what, he, you know, he, that, so maybe look at it that way, like, all right, I'd rather play now and, and then retire earlier. And or, he's going to make a, a, sh- a boatload of money. Yeah. But if he didn't get hurt and killed it all year, he absolutely would have made more money. I don't think so. I think he's going to get the same exact deal he would have got if he played this if year. If he was a number it's one rusher? It's gonna be really it's not interesting. Gonna change. To me. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna. I don't think that he's gonna not ma- gonna get an amazing, great contract. Probably the highest paid running back in the NFL. But I think he would have got more if he would have played and killed it. I, to be honest, I don't think so. And I'm I on, think I'm on that train. Well, I think also it would have been. I don't mean to cut you off, Rich. I just want to get this my thought. I think also, um, that besides that, what he did was what now what he does is by not playing. I think they kind of like. They they try to manhandle him a little bit, not give him the deal in the beginning, kind of like, you know, mess with him. Like, yeah, well, you know, not as like – if he would have been the leading rusher in the NFL at the end of this year, they give him the contract no matter what, whatever he wants. Now they're going to jerk him around a little bit. I think. Yeah, but uh, there's going to be a team out there yeah. that's going to look past all that and still want him because he's leaving on Bell. They're Definitely. not going to look at that. Yeah. There's, there, there's going to be yeah. teams, yeah. like you said, are, that are going to do that. But he doesn't. He doesn't go there. Yeah. He's in. There's gonna be a team that's gonna be like, listen, we want you. We're gonna pay you. He's not gonna want to just go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I think he will. And 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 to be honest, I and, and I I asked you the question before we got on this. And the team who I think he's gonna go to and who's gonna be all in on him next year is the ones that are making the move this year and cutting everyone. The Oakland Raiders. I think he's is going to sign Bell to a big contract. And I don't think no, so. I don't know about that, man. I think John I Gruden would love to have a player like him on his team, and they're they're, they're trying to build a team to go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I think Bell's going to be the first. The first. Do they want to pay pay somebody though? I think like, so. Why and they do pay they want to? Do they want to build? Gruden, listen, Gruden's I, trying to get his offense uh, scheme going, and okay. I think Bell fits that. I'm not saying that I think this way, right? Per se, but if you're rebuilding an organization in Oakland. Is the person that you want to build that around somebody that just, I mean, you could look at it this way, just screwed over their whole team for one year and didn't show up and the locker room j- turned against them? Is that the guy that you want to build your organization around? A guy that 
that's been suspended for smoking weed, right? That that holds out every year. You're that, just, pl- you're just that playing. Takes, that you're just right, playing I'm playing. Devil's, I'm playing the devil's advocate. Okay, good. That, no, I I agree. I mean, mm-hmm. you could definitely look at it all like that, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you also have to see that when he's on the field, he kills it. You yeah. know, like oh, yeah. you have you have to keep in the back of your mind if we sign this guy, there there might be some headaches with him because of his drilled fuck. Uh, drug test in the past. Oh I, almost, I, almost just, I don't know what I Yo, just said. That's two episodes in a row that <laughs> that there's been an accidental curse. Yes, because you absolutely called Rich the B word on the last yes, podcast. You did. No, it's did. that. It's like it's that minute like thirteen something. I, I, I you did. definitely did. Um, but so yeah. you're just saying just in the Raiders. This is just applies to the I'm Raiders. I'm just saying how you that, could how would look you, at it, or you think other teams are going to look at it that way too. I'm just saying they could. Okay. All right. No, I was just they, trying to figure out. They could out what see was... past that and yeah. and be like, yeah, but but the Steelers weren't doing the right thing either, and that so played pl- a big part in it. You could look at it that way. That maybe in the right situation he thrives, and he is he is that that guy, that leader in the locker room. You could look at it that way, and all that stuff just goes by the wayside. But you could also look at it like, yeah, he's failed some drug tests. He's held out a bunch of years in a row. And when he does hold out, he's usually not in shape when he comes back. You know, but that's how going to be. How, how would you look at it? Say you were an owner going into next year. What would you say if you sat at the table with the rest of your conglomerates and they were like, "Yo, we're thinking about making a move for Le'Veon Bell"? What do you do? I would want to know what the other options are. Okay, the other options are draft a running back. Or I don't know what other free agents are out there in in, in, in a game. That, no one, no one just, on Bell's, on no one Bell's on Bell's level, level right? right. There's I'm gonna be a couple guys maybe cut here and there. Honestly, if I could get away with having someone else, I would, just because I don't know. There, there's there's a few things that are up in the air for me. Like what? Like I don't know if he's gonna be. What happens in? A couple of years if he's unhappy with his contract. No, he's never done he's, this, though. No. He's never done this. He's only done it because it was they got him on another year of wanting to give him the ball 500,000 times. And he I already, get it. He already ran the, touched the ball a ton of times. He proved himself. Give the guy the money. Really, he's up for one. The, the, it's just the fact that they could franchise him again that he's not a free agent. Or like, well, you, now you have to give me the money. Type move. They just invent. They just put this thing in the franchise tag. They got him again. He's proven what he had to do. Give the guy the money. And I don't. I don't think it's that he doesn't. Want, he's gonna. He's a contract disputer. He's no. not. And and when he does get this contract for this new team, he's gonna be getting what he wants. You know what I mean? Well, he's gonna want the, the guaranteed is what he wants. He's gonna get it. Yeah. And I then agree. whatever else is on the end of it, then they do whatever they want with it after that. But I think whoever goes for him is a hundred percent in on him. I agree. That he's like, they're like, yep, this is the guy, and this is the guy that's going to everything either start building off of this or well, this is the piece we needed and we're going to go. Like, yo, and I, I know there's a lot of teams out there that could use him, but if he could somehow end up on like. I think he goes to the Jets. The Bears. Say he ends up on the Bears. For wow. some strange reason, the Bears cut their ties with the guys they got. Well, they keep Cohen, but they cut their ties with Jordan Howard, and they bring in Le'Veon Bell, and they put him in that in the crazy weapon they got in Tariq Cohen, and the other guys they got there in that young defense and a young quarterback. I don't know if they got the money to do that. No, they I'm just, just saying, just but paid I'd like to see him go deal. maybe somewhere like that, you know? Somewhere where he could still make money, get the guaranteed, 
but it's a team where they're one piece away. I and think he's that piece. I think that he's going to go to a team that's going to rebuild around him, like the Jets. See, yeah, yeah. The Jets, the, the Buccaneers, Bills, maybe the Bucks, the Raiders. I don't think he'll go to Raiders, but that that's the kind of thing that I think. All right. Even maybe the Packers. Maybe. Yeah, Packers are maybe. right there. Maybe. And with Mike McCarthy on the hot seat, he might make a, a move like that, you know? Oh, yeah. Get someone in to help Rodgers out. But uh, let's get a – want to talk about these Thursday night games? I mean, or Thursday games? Yeah, the Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving games. Not only is Thanksgiving great to get to eat all the most delicious food ever, see your family, and be thankful for great things. But, yo, let's talk about this also. Let's talk about we played a football game I was just going to say, Mike, we should talk about yes, our games. Yes, We had a game Thanksgiving morning. Here we go. I'm let's give a shout-out to uh, – to Chris, right? It was yeah. his name? Yes, yes. My man Chris, man. Set everything up for us. Set everything up. Set the whole thing up. Got us all to play on the field, on the in, in the indoor practice field, out on West Point. On the camp, was that it? On the military base? Yes. The military base at West Point. Awesome. Bro, I felt like I was big time. That was awesome. That field was unbelievable. And when the light, yo, we went in there and the lights weren't on yet. We kind of played with the natural light that was in there. But the turf, they had the banners up. It was awesome. And like, and then they turned the lights on and I was like, (laughs) let's go. Let's go. So we played seven on seven, basically flag football. Thanksgiving morning, early morning game, man. We thought we were going to play outside, but it got switched to inside. Thank God. And um, what a game. Back and forth, back and forth. Back and forth game. First to 10 wins. Um, Frankie was on my team at first. But then they were having subs. They traded me. Then they had subs in the beginning. So somehow he subbed in and out. And by the next time we figured out where he was, he was on the other team. So it was the black T-shirts versus the white T-shirts out there. And uh, he was on the white T-shirts. And then he got traded over to the black T-shirts. Rich was on the black T-shirt team. And they had a couple good... Good players on that team, we I were, would say. We, we, we were winning most yes. of the game, and yes. it was this. Yeah. Two kickoff returns you guys had. Yep. Rich, how many touchdowns did you have? Three. Rich had three touchdowns. I mean, they were producing, but they lost. Seriously. They lost to the white shirt team, which was me. This game and reminded me. my brother-in-law, me. Ryan, yes, the championship turkey bowl trot champions. That's what I'm going to call it. If you um, ask my daughter why the black on, team lost, really? she'll tell you the truth because they're rich. Rich. I don't know why it's my fault. I don't I, know. I, I just needed something to tell her. She asked why I lost, and I, I wasn't going to tell her that it was because of me. I told her I today, threw. Rich, your godfather won. His, his team won. She's like, you know why? You know why daddy's team lost? Because of Rich. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I threw a <laughs> touchdown. I received three of them. Okay. So I had four out of my seven teams' touchdowns. Nice. I had none, by the way. You were close. I almost no had touchdowns? you. No I, touchdowns. I, I almost had you on the out route. I've always been known more for my defense, though. So Nice. Okay. Okay. How many touchdowns did you have on you? One. Ryan, that, that you tipped. Yeah. That was oh, a good that's play. That's right. I that didn't was pa- that. That was Mike Patrick Mahomes Polano <laughs> deep 90-yard bomb to Ryan. I had that. Oh. You got to go up for two with that. I tried but to swat it away. And that great was the game. touch, baby. That was the touch. Right into the hands. But Touch. yeah, unbelievable. Great game. Oh, it was so Came awesome. down to the wire. I actually two. need a full year to recover that. <laughs> yeah, I'm hurt. My back, Mike, my hips. Mike actually had the game winning uh, pick return yeah, to right. end the game. That's right. So Give uh, me that pick to the house. I was actually happy you did that because I was hurting. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could have went much longer. I couldn't breathe. 
Now, there's, you know, there's a couple plays I asked uh, Ryan, the other Ryan. Um, I was like, yo, you got to cover Frankie. I can't breathe. <laughs> He's like, all right. And I was like, I, just need a, I need one playoff. I can't breathe right now. He's like, all right, I got you. I, my like cardio wasn't the issue. Like I was able to breathe. It was just I was getting sore. My back yeah, started hurting. Yeah. My shins were my hurting. My cardio felt good. It was just a couple plays where I like exhausted myself. Yeah. When's the last time the kickoffs? The kickoffs, I was getting exhausted. You're, you're, yeah, no more kickoffs. You're cutting side to side like we were. You know, like making yeah, those moves. I was moves. diving. Yeah. What but a cool game. Very competitive, too. Yes. I didn't know what I, what to expect going in. Competitive, but everybody was really, uh, how do you say that, Sport, sportsman-like about it. Yes. You know, there wasn't any dirty blocks or no. nothing like that. Everybody was very respectful, but everybody wanted to win. Yo, tomorrow, tomorrow at church, he's going to be up there. And Ryan, who's on my team, won. And after he sings the last song, he's going to give a shout-out to the winning team. Just to put it in everybody's face. That's why it's the best Dang. over there. And then someone, someone, co- and then when uh, when uh, the other Ryan comes up, he's gonna be like, "Yeah, we lost." He's gonna put the picture up on top. I'm gonna stand up. I'm gonna clap. <laughs> Champs, baby. Yo, can I go to church with you tomorrow? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Tomorrow they're gonna show the highlight reel. But yo, besides our game, that was really good. And besides the touchdowns we had. We came home to some pretty good games. I wish Mitchell Trubisky played for the Bears, but it was the Bears versus the Lions at 12:30, and Alex Smith for that case. Also true, yeah. I wish that happened as well. I think that game would have looked different, a lot I, different, if he was in there. Um, but let's talk but about the the Bears. Detroit. Bears Lions. Uh, Bears. Yeah, Bear Bears Lions. Lions. Okay. Yep. Uh, to me, good game. It was a good game. I would have rather see Trubisky in. I would have liked to see what he, you know, he would have done in there. But that's a good game for the Bears to win yes, without they Trubisky that. to stay on top of their division and continue forward. They rest them uh, for a game and they get away with it, you know. Yep. And, and they played it smart. They played it's the crazy. Lions. The Lions had that game. I know. Stafford threw that pick six with like three minutes left, and then another pick in the end zone. That's the one I think he's talking about, right? Yeah. Is that the one talking about? Yeah, towards the end. Uh, like, there was like three minutes left or something like that. No, Stafford I think threw it was a, a little pick. bit less than that. No, was he it? threw a pick six, and then they drove down again, and he threw another right, pick to end the game. Yeah, in the end zone, yeah. But that's just the Lions and Stafford. The Lions, man. <laughs> the Lions just stink, bro. But to Bears' defense is unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, really, yeah. really good. Bears' team is really good, man. Really good. Um, after that, it was the Cowboys, my Cowboys, trying to go for their third in a row, and if they won – they would be atop of the NFC East. And they played the Redskins with Colt McCoy a couple with years a, ago. With a brilliant record of six and five. Hey, listen, it is what it is, man. It is I don't know what you got you guys I you're only gonna think it it's like I could brag about it when they're seven and one. Like they gotta be seven and one for me to talk about it. Now let's talk about it for a second here. First of all, the Redskins are a good team. They're a way better team, though. With Alex Smith. With Alex Smith. And I was I was wrong about them. When I picked them in the beginning, when I talked about them in the beginning of the year, I thought they were going to be okay. I think the defense is still suspect, and so is the offense. But together, they somehow play really well when they're out there. I and mean, without Alex Smith, that team's falling apart. Right, though. that's what I mean. So they lost one guy, and it, it fell apart. Well, um, the quarter, you know. Yeah. Adding Clinton Dix does nothing. He's I could see why the Packers let him go. Yeah. Um, I, I, I asked in the middle of that game, I'm like, is he even in? Like, yeah, he's, yeah. Like, you'd even know he was out on the field. Yeah. He wasn't. Well, I'd give it some time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely. But if you look at that game, a lot of the Cowboys' plays were in big for big chunks and deep and in his spot on the field. I, I don't but, know. But oh, yeah, but also, it's only a second game. But. Also, Colt McCoy's throwing interceptions left and right. They're getting stopped. 
you know, that defense is out on the field a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much – they knew they weren't going to win that game, let's be honest. So how how hard are you playing? No, they were, I think they were in there. I think they were in they're – still, they're still right there. If they would have snuck away with that game, it would have been a nice win for them. They would have continued at the top. It, it, they would have approached the next week or so differently. I think now they kind of look at it like, oh, boy, we might be in a little bit of trouble here. I said What's this the- to you before, and I'll say it again on the podcast. Uh, this is a real – not this week. Next week is a real week for the Cowboys, and I think that they can show a lot. They could prove a lot on this game with the Saints, mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily think that they have to win to do that. I agree. Because that's a playoff caliber team, right, yes, yes. in the Saints. So oh, let's see what they got. I mean, you look at that game, and you say – I say to myself as a Cowboy fan, but just as a fan of football, I say, man, the Cowboys, man, can beat the Saints. But then I say – then I watch the Saints game after, which we'll get to in a couple minutes, and it's like, all right, well, Michael Thomas didn't have a great game. Kamara didn't have a great game. But they don't have to win. No. no. Drew Brees just fires anyone. They can throw it to anybody. And I told you about that so. defense. That, and the defense, that is, defense is looking better it's, and better every, every single week. week. They are getting better and better every week. Very, very, very sneaky defense, man. And that's um, – before we get to that, though, I want to just – I want to bring up something, too. I don't know if you're about to bring up the same topic. What is it, Ken? You can talk. Is it about the Cowboys-Redskins game? Yeah, it's about that game. Okay. It's it. about Amari Cooper. Okay. I want to talk about how since he's been with the Cowboys, Dak has three games of over 200 passing yards. And with this most recent one, three games, I oh, believe okay. it is. Yes, yes, In a row, yes, he yes. has over 200 yards passing. This li- this last game, he threw for 293, I believe. Uh, 289. 289. And Amari Cooper had 180 of yeah. those yards. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you think Amari Cooper adding him uh, kind of helped out that offense and helped out Dak? Doesn't hurt. No. I think it helps. They got him. Three games he's played. Three games they won. Three games he's had a touchdown. He get the, the yards go up and up each game. Zeke has been consistent with the running. It helps him out, I think. Adding him. Prescott's been throwing for more yards. 203 games. You know, 200 in, in all three games. Uh, I think it, yeah, I think it, I think it helps. I think it helps a lot. And, um... I, I like it, man. I like it. So does it now do you look at that giving up that draft pick differently? Or do you still view it the same? I actually look at it differently. Yeah. Because now the Cowboys are playing well. The defense, like you've been saying all year long, has been pretty good. So you defense just needed, is good. You man. just needed another piece on the offense. And yeah. I, I I was wrong about Amari Cooper too, you know. I I said with the Raiders, he didn't look the same. Like I I got I I kinda thought he was washed up a little bit, you know, like he wasn't the player who we thought he could be. And then the first three games he comes in and he he's been he, he's been doing well. I yeah. mean, ten catches I believe it was for one eighty and two touchdowns last week Thanksgiving game. Oh, was that the game. stat right? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. He had so, a crazy game. I mean, the, the kid Nine has talent still. Yeah, yeah, something crazy. So he's young. I believe he's only twenty four. So I like it. You know, in the beginning I was kind of like, why would he get rid of the first round draft pick? But the way that he already impacted that offense and changed that offense just by his by 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 picking him. Yeah. You know, it's like it's night and day. So I think it was a smart move. They're in first place in that division. And, you know, you have to go all in. That's why I think it's a good idea. Because 
that division stinks. They could absolutely win that division and make it to the playoffs, right? The Cowboys? So yeah. 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 So you're trading a first-round pick and banking on, you're betting everything on this year, which is a good year to bet it on because you could absolutely beat Philly, you could beat the Redskins, you could beat the Giants, mm-hmm. right? It, yeah. It's right there for you. Yes. So if you're going to give up a first-round pick, who knows if they'll have the money to pay them in a couple of years or whatever it is, but who cares if they make it to the playoffs and, and maybe – I don't know. Maybe God's on their side, and they make it far into the playoffs. Yeah. Even if they don't make it to the Super Bowl this year, they could still grab another piece next year, draft another piece in this draft, mm-hmm. and next year they could they could they could put themselves in an even better situation. So I think they 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 realize they saw it as like a two three year plan by getting him. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like it, man. I like it, and I'm really happy for Dak Prescott, man. I know the guy gets a lot of heat, and I, he felt the heat. Three weeks ago, uh, b- before the Eagles, and he won that game on the road, big game. Then he played the Falcons in, in Atlanta, another team that could, if they show up, could be really dangerous. Won that game, and then they went back home on Thanksgiving Day against the Redskins. Um, caught a break with Alex Smith being out, and got a put, but put on another big sh- a big performance. When they were down, because they were down that game, and they they missed a lot of opportunities in that game early. They got a pick or a fumble. One of the two they got early. They couldn't convert it to points. They got a they got them to punt like on the first like four out of five drives, and they couldn't convert on that. They were they were they were given possessions right back. So I'm I'm pumped as a Cowboy fan. Pumped we're in in, in front in the NFC East. It's looking um, good for you guys. Yeah. And then the last game, man, the Saints versus the Falcons. I thought it was going to be a shootout of a game. I did. Um, because I think Atlanta's offense is so capable of putting up so many points. Um, I know the defense is a little ragged, and but but it's because of injuries. But still, I think the offense should be able to help them out a little bit, man. And the Saints proved why they are ridiculously good. I agree. Like Frank said, that that Saints defense is just getting bad. In the beginning of the year, they yeah. looked horrible. Mm-hmm. And every and like in the last six games, like every game, they're just getting a little better, crazy, a little better. And they're just they're just finding their rhythm. And it's the perfect time. It's going. You're about to go into the postseason soon. So I think everything's clicking for the Saints right now. They look unbelievable. Drew Brees oh, yeah. had four touchdowns that he threw to four different receivers. All four of them undrafted. Yeah, unreal. Crazy. Yo, the one guy, I don't remember his name, they drafted him as a tight, as a receiver, and um, Sean Payton turned him into a a, a, um, a receiver, uh, a tight end, and he's, like, ridiculously good. Like, they invested time in him, they threw him out there, and he was a beast. I don't remember which guy, he was, like, towards the end with the catches on the touchdowns. So good, that team. Drew Brees, 29 touchdowns this year. One pick. Two picks. Two, oh, he threw one Thursday night? He threw night? one Thursday night. Okay. Two I, picks. I'll say this as a Falcons fan, too. Um, okay with giving up this year. I I don't want anybody to panic. I don't want anybody to question anybody's job. We've had a rough year. It's going to continue to be rough. It's going to be brutal to watch. But there's so much talent on that team. If we come back and we're healthy next year, we're right back in the playoff picture. So just take it on the chin this year. Mm-hmm. Don't panic and switch up things like crazy. Don't go firing head coaches and position players. Just keep your sh- shit together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's another one. Take the year 
and come back strong next year when everybody's healthy. Yeah, I agree. Maybe add a piece here or there, but don't change anything major. I think the only we thing were a playoff team. We made it to the Super Bowl two years ago. We were a playoff team last year. We had a bunch of injuries. Yeah, it, it's been a crappy year, and it's gonna probably get worse before it gets better. But we just relax and come back strong next year. Yeah, I think the only thing they should change is they should fire the offensive coordinator. Yeah, well, yeah. we've been saying that uh, since they hired him. Other than that, let it let it roll, let it roll. Maybe add a defender or so, but don't change up too much. Definitely, maybe a defender or so. Get the secondary a little bit better. Get Deion Jones some help. Well, I just don't know, healthy. Something. Yeah, You're playing without two of your safeties. Yeah. But um, yo, how about Drew Brees? How about this for efficiency? Drew Brees, 15 for 22, 171 yards. He threw the ball 15 times. Well, threw it 22 times. Threw it 22 times, only had 171 yards, and somehow managed to have four touchdowns. <laughs> that's insane. It's it's crazy. But he, I think that's the defense putting him in good position, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, it has to be because they have to be winning field position, right? For this guy to be... Regardless know. on how the game goes or this scenario, yeah. that guy's going to get it done for you. Yo, his passes were like pinpoint dimes to these guys, though. A couple of them were deep, but he's just ridiculously good. Shout out to Drew Brees, man. A, a, a real player. Um, we're going to go. We're gonna pick our three games now at this point now, Rich. So let us know what the three games are. We highlighted three games from the rest that are left. Over the, you know, for Sunday. They played the three games Thursday. Six teams played. Now we're going to pick three games out of these. All right. The first game we picked was the Giants at the Eagles. The Eagles are giving five points. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Okay. Giants won two straight. They look good. Um, They look kind of good winning both of those. Um... (laughs) Ooh, I just think the Eagles have to win this. Yeah, and the it's, Eagles it's, are it's, home, it's man. It's a must-win game. I got the Giants. Wow, covering. Well, I mean, they are getting, getting five seven. points. So getting, even five, getting five, you said? Yeah, they're getting okay, five. I got the Giants getting five. What do you got, Frank? I'm going with the Giants. Giants wow. getting five. I like it. Okay. All right. Our next game we, we discussed was the Cleveland Browns at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are giving two and a half. I got the Browns. Frank? Oh, my God. Say it again. Browns, Bengals. I literally just wasn't listening to you. Browns, Bengals. <laughs> Browns are getting two. And two a, and a half. And a half. And it's in Cincy. I'm going with the Browns. Browns. I'm going Cincinnati. Here we nice. go. All right. And the final game. Now, these are divisional games. Yes. The Eagles-Giants divisional game. The Eagles lose two straight, I believe. Giants win two straight. Is that what it is? Um, division game, man, that's gonna be a heck of a game in Philly. And then you got the Browns coming off a win, and then they want to buy, but um, they beat the Falcons. And then you got the Bengals coming off of a loss or two, right? Playing in this divisional game, whoa, it's gonna. This is those are two real good games. What do you got, Rich? Third one. And our last game is the Green Bay Packers at the Minnesota Vikings. Another divisional game. Another divisional game. Minnesota's giving three and a half. Packers losing a couple games here in a row. Vikings, I think, one and one in their last games. Um, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I learned something from Pat and Rich. Is Kirk Cousins is not a prime time 
quarterback. He doesn't have good games, primetime games. That's a Pat stat if I ever heard a Pat stat. <laughs> it is, bro. I seen it the other day on TV, and I looked at it, and I said, hmm. It's in Minnesota. With that being said, I'm going Vikings. <laughs> he's not a primetime guy, but this, but you like that is going to change. He's going to say he's going to say that at the end of that one. I like it. So, I, so I'll take the Vikings in that one. I'm in going Minnesota. I'm going Vikings. I'm going Vikings as well. Okay. I just feel like that defense is playing Skull. well again. Skull Green Bay is just a mess. Yes. 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 And so, and, that, and that's uh, those are our three picks. That's a wrap for that. All right. What you? I got. I want to. I want to jump into. Can I jump into? We're going to a different sport. Or you got something on football still? I mean, uh, I wanted to just uh, discuss our preseason picks. What we okay. did. Okay. Yes. And just discuss like where our thoughts were going in and what right. we think now. You know, with week. What is this? Week twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Before Before we do that, just real quick, I like to give one obscure stat for each podcast. I here. like it. Let me okay. hear it. The Chiefs and the Rams combined for 14 touchdowns in their f- Monday night football matchup. The Bills have scored 13 touchdowns all year long. That's crazy. I, I did see that one. That's unreal. All right, do you guys want to go through the – Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to just do, like, the Super Bowl maybe? Or you want to go through the whole thing? We could go run through it real quick. Okay. You want me to go through mine first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, AFC East, I had the Patriots. AFC West, I had the Chargers. AFC South, I had the Jaguars. AFC North, I had the Steelers. NFC South, I had the Saints. NFC North, I had the Vikings. NFC West, I had the Rams. And NFC East, I had the Eagles. The NFC Wild Card, I had the Falcons and the Giants. Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> and AFC wild card, I had the Browns and the Texans. You want me to keep going? Uh, sure. Just give your your Super Bowl. Okay, game. and for the Super Bowl, I had the Saints versus the Jags with the Saints winning. All right, with yours, if you could change one thing on that, just what one, would it be? Just one? Yeah, just one. Dang. I would have, because I had the AFC championship game have it being the Chargers and the Jags. I would have the Chargers win that, so it's Saints Chargers for the Super Bowl. Okay, that's the one thing you would change. Yeah, because I I think the Saints are winning the Super Bowl still. Yeah, I agree. That's mine. Mike, you want to go through yours quick and then pick if you if you could change one thing. Yeah. On yours, what 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 would it be? I got to go through the whole thing, right? AFC East on. Yeah. Okay. AFC East, I got the Patriots. The AFC West, the Chargers. AFC South, the Texans. AFC North, the Steelers. Um. I would pick those. I, I I like I like all those. I like all those there, with obviously the exception of being the Chiefs. I couldn't believe how good. I can't believe how good they are, but I'm totally convinced. Um, but still, the Chargers are a really good team right there in that division. Still, right now, with that being said, NFC East Eagles, NFC West Rams, NFC North Vikings, NFC South Saints. Really happy with all of those. Except I should have gave my Cowboys a little more credit, but still, I didn't in the beginning. I didn't think that that would happen, but and and I didn't think the Bears were gonna do their th- be as good as they are in the NFC North. Uh, NFC Wild Card. I had the Cowboys and the Viking and the Vikings. The AFC Wild Card. I had the Jaguars 
and possibly the Raiders or the Ra- <laughs> or the Ravens. I don't Here. know what my handwriting says. That's the Raiders, says. and you had the Falcons in the NFC Wild Card. That's what I said, right? Cowboys, Falcons, Vikings. You said, but oh, Cowboys, we, we, we know what you meant. My bad. NFC, NFC Championship game. Uh, the Rams versus the Vikings, the AFC Championship game, the Patriots versus the Steelers. The Super Bowl, I had the Vikings versus the Patriots. If I had to change anything, obviously it would be those late games. Um, whew, man. Rams versus Patriots is a good Super Bowl. I'd, yeah, I'd put the Rams versus the Patriots. But I'd honestly like to see the Rams versus the Saints. Okay. Or that that's both no, in the NFC. Do that. That's the NFC no, championship. I'd like game. to see the Saints and the Patriots. I'm sorry. Saints and the Patriots. Okay. Do you think the Patriots could make the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think any every year they could. Versus every. better than the Rams, better than Well, they don't have to beat the Rams. They guys probably gotta beat the AFC teams. They can beat the better Chargers. Than the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the one that's the tough one. The Steelers. I think they could beat the Steelers. They've proven they could beat the Steelers before. The Bills. <laughs> I think the Chiefs are the only, well, besides the Steelers. Texans look really good, They too. do. The Texans look good. I'm happy I picked them. I, I, I'm pretty happy with my picks, at least from the top. Towards the end, it gets a little shaky. I think the Cowboys get in the wild card game. I think you guys laughed at me a little bit on that. There might be a little bit of a change. The Falcons, I can't believe that the Falcons aren't as good as I thought. I mean, as good as they could be. Well, that was a healthy Falcons team that yeah. we were picking. What do you think, Rich? What do you got? Well, mine, I have the NFC, uh, AFC East Patriots, AFC West, the Chargers, AFC South, the Texans, AFC North, the Steelers. Same oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at yours. I don't want to look at yours. Same as mine. No, good, because I have the Ravens winning that division, who okay. I think could still win that division. Okay, so and I'll get to it after I go through the everything. Patriots, Chargers, Texans, Ravens. You yes. think the okay. Ravens could outbeat the Steelers? For I'll, the- I'll get to that when I'm all done. I have a point to that. Still? Yes. Now? The uh, NFC East, I have the <laughs> That's Eagles. That's going to be the one you want to change. NFC West, I have the Rams. Mm-hmm. NFC North, I have the Packers. Mm. NFC South, I have the Saints. Okay. My uh, AFC champion, well, my AFC wild cards, I have the Steelers and the Jags. Then I have the NFC wildcard of Vikings and the Falcons. My AFC championship game, I have Steelers versus the Chargers. My NFC championship game, I have the Rams versus the Saints. Super Bowl, Steelers versus Saints. That's a good Super Bowl. And the Saints winning, I have. Now, the only thing I would change is just getting the Chiefs in there. You know, in the beginning of the year, all of us were on the same page of not knowing what Patrick McCombs was going to be able to do. Yeah. And And the kids been like that. It's unreal. Oh, we figured that out. So the only the thing, way. so the only thing I think I would change, I, I would swap the Chiefs and Chargers, and my NF, my AFC Championship game would be the Steelers first the Chiefs, and I think the Chiefs would end up winning that. So I, w- I would have my Super Bowl Chiefs first the Saints. I still think the Saints could beat the Rams again in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my my logic behind this whole Ravens still winning that that division. It's because the Steelers have the toughest remaining schedule. They still have to play the Saints. They still have to play the Patriots. I mean, I don't know the whole thing, but they have the toughest schedule, remaining schedule. Definitely. And the well, Steelers and, and the Ravens have the Browns. They have Cincinnati again. Like their their schedule is very lose, weak. They're gonna lose to the Browns. No, they're not. And they're gonna lose to the Bengals. No, they're not. That's your whole th- your whole theory falls if, apart because the Ravens stink. If 
Lamar Jackson is the quarterback going forward right now, they're going to lose to the Browns and they're going to lose to the Bengals. No. The Ravens are still winning this division. Oh boy. I don't think it I don't think the Steelers can make it through this this remaining so schedule they have. So you think the Steelers have. get the wild card though? Oh yeah, they'll still make okay. it. Right. Let me ask you a question. Regardless on how they play each other and this and that, all those crazy stats, who do you think has a better team, the Steelers or the Patriots? Steelers or the Patriots? Yeah. Who has a better team? Steelers. Okay. So they could they could beat the Patriots. They could beat anybody in football right now besides the Saints. Yeah, but I think – I don't know. I think the Steelers have a better team, but I think the Patriots could still beat them. I think the Patriots still – they – Going back to Mike Tomlin, he can't. He he he's not a good coach. He he loses those matchups against better coaches, and I think that's why the Steelers players are better. But when you when you play a full game and everything put together, I think they get out coached and 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 they lose those games by the Patriots. Yes. Yo, the fact that the AFC Championship game could be like. Patriots versus the Steelers, Chiefs versus the Patriots, Chiefs versus the Steelers, Texans, Chiefs, Chargers. Every game is good. Every single game is good. These playoffs are going to be ridiculous. The playoffs are going to be awesome. The playoffs are going to be so awesome. And even in the NFC, man, like the, you know, like the the Vikings. You think the Bears stay on top of this division? You think they yeah. they win the division? Yeah, I th- I think I think they do. I think the Bears win the division, win the the, N- the NFC South uh, North. I'm sorry, win the NFC North. What do you think they do in the pl- the postseason? And uh, listen, if you can get people to come to Chicago, and play you on your turf, that defense and the confidence and the skill level each week that that Tr- Mitchell Trubisky is building. They are dangerous, man. I still think they're they're a young team, though. So I think but that I think might they, catch up to them be, a little bit. Let's look at it, though. They're not going to beat in, the Saints. In reality, who are they going to – okay, maybe not the Saints. They're maybe not going to beat the Rams. The I think the Rams could be beatable. Wow. Really? Yeah. You think the Bears could beat the Rams? I think the Bears have what could beat the Rams. Defense. I think if they, they cut them down to as many scores – it's been proven that Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley had a not Todd Gurley like game. I mean, for the f- for the first time in you know in the 2018 season, he had a bad game. Right, that game against the Chiefs, he didn't, he wasn't there. He was obsolete. It was a lot of throws. So I think the Bears D could put a couple stops to the Rams, and the Rams def- the Rams defense, I think, could possibly do the same thing to Trubisky. But I think it's two dynamic offenses, one with a slightly better defense. In the beginning of the year, if you asked me who had a better defense, I would have said the Rams, but now I don't know. Now I think the Bears' D is better. I don't think the Bears' offense is even close to what the Rams bring to the table. I think the I Bears you. I think the Bears have the best defense in football. Yeah. They play I, very well together. Yeah. And listen, I Everybody don't, knows that defense to a T. They know exactly what's going on. And Cleo Max is just a beast. Oh, ridiculous. Ridiculous. And, yo, and I, like when you watch them play, you see how good they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, they, they got guys everywhere. The way they they're make reading tackles. routes. Yeah. Since we're talking about the Rams and the Bears, who would you rather have, Aaron Donald or Cleo Mack on your team? Cleo Mack. 
I think he's more versatile. Oh my gosh! I mean, man. we are we are. That's I mean, like, Aaron, Aaron Donald plays uh, defensive tackle. Khalil Mack plays DN outside linebacker. Yeah. So I mean, they are two different types of position, but they're still having the same effect of the game of rushing, getting to the yeah. quarterback. I think both guys could play either one of the other guys' positions too. I think you could put Donald on the DN and you could slide Mack on the inside, and they would still dominate. I feel like picking one of these two are like picking like who's your favorite kid. If you got two kids, <laughs> true. It's, it, like, it, it's you, tough. You can't lose here, man. I, oof. I rather have Mac. I don't know. I, I, I don't know either. I have no. That's idea. tough, right? No they idea. were talking about this on uh, yeah. NFL Network the other day when I was at the gym. I was listening to uh, NFL Network while I was doing some cardio, uh-huh. and they were saying that like Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald could end up out playing like Lawrence Taylor. Like they, they one of these two could be the best defensive player of, of all time. Yes. And uh then that's and they were saying like which one would you rather? You know, it's tough. Like they play they play different positions, but they pretty much do the same exact thing. Yeah, you know? Yo, and, Khalil uh, Mack, only player since nineteen eighty two to have seven sacks, four forced fumbles, one interception in the first seven games. That's a crazy insane. stat. Like Aaron Donald has crazy stats too. Aaron Donald's got to have six, seven sacks, right? He has, he has more than that, I believe. Force, he's got to have a, he's got to have two, three forced fumbles, too. In the last Maybe game alone, he pick. had two sacks, two forced fumbles. Yeah, he's, he's the one that he he's They're the one crazy. that calls all those forced fumbles in that game against yeah. the Chiefs. That's a great that's a great question. A great I think question. I would go Aaron Donald if I had to pick one. Wow. I just think that Max more versatile. I think you could. Yeah. I think you could put him on the outside to be an edge rusher, which they mostly do, but you could also put him in the linebacking spot and have him shoot through the gaps. I think you could just do more with him, and but, that's why I'm saying that. But obviously, both of them are ridiculous. Yeah, I'm good. going Aaron Donald just because he – a defensive tackle was mostly known as like a – like a guy to like a like a muscular big guy, n- not quick. Just kind of like jam up the middle, you know, not make any room for you know running backs to get through. And then Warren Sapp came in a few years ago, and he was this quick guy getting off the line and getting into the backfield. And now Aaron Donald is just he just upgraded that. And, you know, he's mm-hmm. like the 2.0 of Warren Sapp. He's just so quick. He's he's changing the game at that position. Mm-hmm. You know, like he he's proven that you don't need to be this big 400-pound guy like Will, Will Fork, you know? Like you could be – I think he's only like six foot tall. Like he's small. Yeah. And he's like 260 or something, you know? Just straight muscle, quick as heck off the ball. Yeah. And he's, he's just changing the game at that position, you yeah. know? Yeah. Aaron, uh, with Khalil Mack, I mean – he 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 he's a, he's just a a monster at that position, you know. Like he's not really changing it; he's just very dominant at the position he plays. Meanwhile, Aaron Donald is just I I think he's changing the game at his position. Yeah, I I, I could see where you're coming from. Both, I would go, I if I had to pick, I'd probably go Mac too, just because I, I feel like like Frankie said, you could put him at a couple different positions. The thing about you Mac could stand is him he's up, you could put him down. He can cover a guy. He could. S- he could sack the quarterback. He could he make open field tackles. He could play everywhere. I feel like he could be a safety. Yeah, if he wanted to. <laughs> he's a, he's a linebacker. Cleo Max a linebacker. Yeah. But when you play in a three four, the outside linebacker one of them is a pass rusher, mm. and that's why he's a pass rusher, right? Yeah. But you he could be a middle linebacker, and he would be the greatest middle linebacker 
in the game right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, he could do everything. He yeah. could cover. He could he could do anything that you want. It's just that he's so dominant at rushing the passer that that's what he's doing most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know. But if you needed him to cover a running back, he could ab- absolutely cover a running back. Oh yeah. That's why I'm saying that. But like obviously, that. Aaron Donald is. A monster also. Oh, ridiculous. Ridiculous. We'll love to have either one of them yes, on my team. Definitely. Definitely. Yo, good question. Really good question. Um, just wanted to go over some basketball really quick because we said this was the Hakeem Olajuwon episode. So let's go over. Let's play the same game we played before. Who do y'all think is the leading scorer in NFL, in NBA history? Leading scorer in NBA history. Will Chamberlain? No. It's uh, Will Chamberlain six. Uh, what's his name? It is another tall guy. Yeah, it is. Uh, play for the it, Lakers. Dang it, dang it! I know this. I know this. I know this. Don't tell me. Lou Alcindor <laughs> is his government name. <laughs> oh, Doctor J. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, yes. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He, he wore the, the 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 gargoyles. Yeah, he wore the gargoyles. Yes, <laughs> the exactly. goggles. Yes. Number two. That's who it was. I couldn't get his name out. Number two, Carl Malone. Wow. Yeah. The mailman. Number three, Kobe Bryant. Number four, Michael Jordan. Number five, LeBron James. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. We're number not good at this. No. <laughs> no I'm not number, fifth, number 15, Paul Pierce. Nice. Yeah, pretty cool. Shaq is eight. Where's AI? He's below 17. Dang. Let's put it that way. Because Kevin Garnett is 17. Yeah, pretty yeah. Wild. Pretty wild, man. Um, the basketball season is pretty wild, right? So, who do you think, just right now, if you had to pick with the amount of basketball you've been watching, who would you say is going to win the MVP this year? Do you stick with the same one you picked a couple weeks ago? I believe Frankie picked Steph Curry. I picked LeBron James. And I picked Kyrie Irving. And you picked Kyrie Irving. Who, at this point, do you want to stick with your pick? Do you want to change your pick? What do you want to do? I think I'm going to ride out with Kyrie Irving. I know he hasn't had a lights-out season, but Mm -hmm. I think, you know, if he picks it up a little bit. To be honest, I don't think anyone's really running away with it right Mm -hmm. now. It's kind of been Mm -hmm. one of those weird seasons. You know, uh, Harden's been down a couple games. Curry's out right now. You know, like no one's really playing big. I mean, unless you think about uh, Greek the Freak, he's been playing unreal. That's who I was going to change mine to. With Milwaukee. Um but I I, I I think it's still open. So I, I'm going to stick with my pick, and I'm, I'm going to stick with Kyrie Irving. Okay. Frank, what do you think? I think Steph being out shows how much the Warriors really do need him mm-hmm. and how important he is to that team. Um, I think he comes back and kills it, and there's a really good chance he would win MVP. But I would say right now, if I, ha- if I was making the pick right now, I would go with uh, the Greek Freak. Okay. Number one leading scorer in the NBA, James Harden. Number two, LeBron James, tied with Kimba Walker for number two. Number th- number, so they want to say number four is Joel Embiid. Number five, Kevin Durant. Number six, Anthony Davis. Number seven, the Greek Freak. Number eight, Damian Lillard. Embiid's up there. So Embiid, Embiid's having Embiid a pretty. Embiid is four because technically one Harden, two James, three. Is technically Kimba Walker, but he's tied for LeBron James. He's tied with LeBron okay. James. Okay. And then Joel Embiid is four. Wow. Kevin Durant, five. Anthony Davis, six. The Greek Freak, seven. Lillard, eight. There's Anthony Davis. I'm sorry. I, I Anthony Davis is six. Six. I thought that's what you said. Yeah. 
Tim he, Hardaway Jr. is 15th. He's playing, I'm telling you, man. Kyrie Irving, 17th. The Knicks are a weird team. They play good together. They mm-hmm. just beat the Celtics the other night by like 20 points. Yeah. Yeah. I, the very surprising one is Kimball Walker. Tie for second. So good. Nuts. Absolutely crazy. Um, I'm going to stick with mine because I think LeBron James is... He's going to start doing some real crazy stuff. You think stuff with the LA, LA hype, too, helps him? Yeah, I think that always helps him. I think more votes over there. Um, more more on a worldwide stage than he even was before. Uh, if it can get any more worldwide than he already was. Uh, I don't know, man. But I, st- I, I do also still think the Lakers are going to finish in fifth or sixth, like I said or so. Um, it's just a surprising year in the NBA. How certain teams... In the West, are looking. How do you feel about that? Let's the, like, let's just talk about the, the West. West standing. Did you guys get my message the other day? Yeah, I know it changed. It was Trailblazers were one, right? But now, um, who, who who's in first in the West now, Mike? Uh, Didn't someone just tell us? Yeah, Ryan. Dang it! I have no idea. I'll look it up. Dang it! I'll look it up. But what were you gonna say, Frank? I was gonna say that Houston just lost to the Pistons. They're Nine and eight, really? Nine and eight, not great. No, definitely not great at all. The <laughs> Warriors just won a game, but they lost four in a row. The Lakers are like around nine and eight, right? Somewhere in yeah. that vicinity. The Jazz are not playing great. The Clippers are the in Clippers first. are in first right now in the West. What? The Memphis was the team that was in first. Right, couple that was on Thursday. The Clippers are in first, the Thunder are in second, the Grizzlies are in third, the Warriors fourth, the Nuggets fifth, the Trailblazers sixth, who were just in first place so a couple of days ago. So does Lakers it last seventh. like this? No, or no, I don't think so. Where do you see it ending up? Give me your one, two, and three. I think it's going to be the Warriors, the Rockets. So you're still riding on what we thought at the beginning of the year. Yeah, the Warriors and Rockets are going to be there. And what the Jazz? No, but I think the Thunder. Tra- I think the Trailblazers come in at third. What? Yeah, because they're good, and I think they could. They really could do their thing. And then, and then fourth is a weird one because I don't really know what the Grizzlies and Nuggets can do. The Rockets. I, I mean, like I said, the Rockets are, are, are going to be what I have them too. Warriors, Rockets, man. Warriors, Rockets, Trailblazers. I want to bump the Lakers up, man. You're crazy. I really want to bump the Lakers up. I don't know if the Nuggets and the Grizzlies could withhold there. I don't even. I, I can't believe the Clippers are in first place. But it's the twelve and six. Really, the Clippers, the Thunder, and the Grizzlies are all twelve and six. The Warriors are thirteen and seven. So let's be real here. None of those teams are any games back. So the Warriors are on, are really in first place. Yeah. All those teams are tied. All those are. Basically 6-1. to one. Is They have the same record. They're basically. all one yeah. game off. So yeah. that's going to be changing nonstop. Who's right. the best? Who's the best? Look, give me your 1, 2, and 3 in the whole NBA. How about that? Because we all said how bad the East was compared <laughs> to the West. Right? Well, here's the thing. And now I think the East, I think the East has two really good teams right now. Three. Four. Four. Yeah, all, all, all together. But right now, I think the Raptors and the Buck and the Bucks are really good. And the Celtics. And the Celtics. Though the Celtics and the Sixers. Are in, the Sixers are in getting Butler sixth is huge. right now. 
Yeah. I mean, they just lost to the Cavs, so that wasn't great. No. No, but they're going to be there. They're definitely going to be there. Do you think all four of those teams are better than any team in the West right now? Raptors, Bucks, Sixers, Celtics? Yeah. I mean, the Bucks just beat the Trailblazers I by think 45 the Bucks points. Are, are just as, I think the Bucks and the Raptors and the Celtics are just as good as any team in the West right now. I don't believe in the Sixers. You're crazy. I don't okay. believe in them. But this added Jimmy Butler. I get How it. can you not believe in them? I love Jimmy what, Butler, what, too. What, I just... What conference is better? The West. Yeah, the West. That's because they still the w- think that. But they, well, they got one, two, three, four. They're all 12 and 7. Yeah, yeah they got Every four. Every single one of them. They That's got the not a good record. Team. It's No, it's not. No, it's not a good record. All right, and, and the East? But the, the East fifth, is the same the, thing. The fifth team is 9 and 7. Right. The seventh team, the seventh team is 500. 9 and 9, the Hornets. If you look at the West. What about the top four? All right, the West. The team at seven in eighth, is the eleven team and seven in the west in the east is a losing record. The Magic have a losing record. But what about the top four? The top four have, all have winning records, obviously. Top the Raptors four in the, six in the and west are twelve and six. The Bucks are 13, 13 and five. The Sixers are thirteen and eight. Not it's not great. a good record. No. What's going on? I don't know. It's early. It's early. Christmas Day is a great day to watch basketball. Yes. Christmas Day is a lot of good games on. That's going to be our new tradition this year for you two. I just no, I've been doing be it with in, you. I'll, well, I'll be in. I'll be in the movie theater. Oh, that's what Corinne's family does. That's right. I forgot. For Christmas Day, they go watch. What's a movie. Wh- they go watch what? a movie? Yeah. On yeah. Christmas Day? Listen, I'm not getting into it on the air. Okay. Because they're gonna maybe listen go. to it. <laughs> but but was, I would just like to let's just kick it at the crib. One year, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to push that this year. Let's kick it at the crib. You know what she's gonna tell you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Ryan. I'm gonna this get my brother-in-law on board. Be like, yo, let's just make like you want to watch. Let's tell your dad to make some penny, penny, penny. I have no, a question. I, I have a, I have a. Is gripe. it called? Do you know how? To, anybody here know how to speak Spanish? No, there, no. I think it's called penny. Don't abuse me, please. I know chereso. <laughs> Don't choke on that chereso. But like, let's make some of that. It's like pulled pork in a way, but way better. I know chicletas. I have a let's, question for yeah, you, Mike. Let's get some rice and beans going. Let's watch some hoops. <clears throat> she hits you up. You ask her this question. Could we just chill on Christmas Day? She says on Christmas Eve, if you eat some fish, we could stay home Christmas Day. Nice. I'm going to the movies. Oh. <laughs> wasn't expecting She that. said all she wants is one piece of shrimp. I don't eat no fish. You got to eat one piece of shrimp on Christmas Eve. Nah. And forever you can stay clean. Yep. Yes. Christmas Day is home forever. You gotta take the. You got. You gotta eat the shrimp and then bang a Benadryl. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'd be fine. He doesn't need to yeah, bang a Benadryl. Right, that's true. That's true. But yo, Christmas Day is a great day for hoops. Great day. But I think it's early in the year. I think there's a lot of good teams, you know, that still need to work their way out. Trades are gonna be made. What, Do you guys remember <laughs> your final two? In the in the NBA, yeah. Warriors, Celtics. Yeah, that was mine too. I believe. I right? think we all had that. Yeah. I Do you guys still agree with that? Yeah, I think it, I think when a smoke clears, those two teams are gonna figure it out. Uh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yo, did anyone see the commercial Kyrie Irving made with his dad? Yeah, yes. They're like playing in 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 uh, TD Garden, and he's giving them the business. And his dad is real nice. Yeah, and then Kyrie just starts playing really good, but his dad was like almost drafted by the Celtics, or was drafted and didn't make the team. And after watching that, I was like. I thought this guy's gonna stay a Celtic. He said Crazy. he was. The Cavs Crazy. are beating the Rockets right now, with two minutes left. By they're winning by uh, 
crazy. What is that? Nine. Nine. Crazy. All right. Um, let's try to wrap this up here. We got a pretty good episode. We didn't go all over the place. We still we still got an episode. We got, in. We got a few fights. Yes. Right, let's see the fights. One big one next weekend. Well, Nugano just knocked out Curtis Blades. You got any thoughts on that? Nice. I wish I would have got to see that. I, I, I knew it was on. I knew that was going to happen. I like that. I like Nugano. I think Curtis Blades is really good, <clears throat> but I like Francis, man. Yeah, me too. I think he knocked him out. Is that what you said? Technical knockout. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Francis is nice. going to be the champion at division one day. I don't think so. I think so. I just think he, going into that last fight uh, where he lost against uh, Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. I think he was kind of, you talked about it. He he lost the previous fight, got knocked out. So I think when he got into this fight, he was kind of, he wasn't all back into it. But I think once he gets back to doing his thing, he he's going he's gonna to be on top of that division. I, I just think he's he's too talented not to be. That's my opinion. Okay. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Quiet on that one, huh? What are the fights I, you got? I think he's just too one-dimensional, and if he doesn't get the knockout, he gasses out too quick. And it's that's not a hard thing. That's not an easy thing to uh But he has the punching fix. power. He has the right. that and, and aspect could, where he can knock someone's head And you could have five off. knockouts in a row, but, right. but that one fight where you don't get the knockout is... You know, but he the may problem. that fight may be still be a knockout fight, may still be the championship fight. He may get it there, and then it's all he's got to get. Yeah, then he's a champ. He's got a puncher's chance. Always, yes. You know those yeah. guys. Yeah, definitely. But when you fight top level guys, I agree. The, even with the puncher's chance, sometimes the opportunity's not open, and now you got to really fight. Are we gonna have? Um, we're gonna have another podcast before the uh, the big UFC card, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to give you two fights real quick. I want you to tell me who the winner is. Okay. Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz. No, I'd rather watch Grass Girl. <laughs> That's tonight, Just correct? give me a winner. Chuck Liddell. Liddell. Really? Tito Ortiz is coming off with like a, like a neck injury. Like he had like three neck surgeries he just already. beat Chael Sonnen. It's all right. It stinks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I just think Iceman's going to oh, ice him up. Yeah, I like the Iceman. Okay. Um, Tyson Fury. Deontay Wilder. Wilder. Yeah, I got Wilder. I got Fury. Wow. Really? No Yo, way. Ant said, shout out to Ant, to everything, man, freshing me up. Um, Day before Thanksgiving. And uh, he said he doesn't even think Fury belongs in the ring. Something along those lines, he said. Great. Yeah. I, I hope Wilder wins. I'm a huge Wilder fan, and I'll be rooting Why for him that Fury's night. Win? I think he's so unorthodox. And he's a better boxer in every aspect, I think, than Wilder. Well, but Wilder has is more physically gifted. That's everyone's. That's everyone's beef. And this is in London, correct? Is he's not a pure boxer? No, no, I don't have. They, I don't but have that, any but beef that is him. no, but not you personally. But that's everybody around boxing is like he's not a pure boxer. That's not reason why they say he's going to lose this match. But that's just overall. Their and they're thing. fighting. I think that's stupid to say. Well, that's what they say. He's he's undefeated. Definitely. Guy's unbelievable, man. Has so many accolades. And I bet you everybody that's saying that about him never been in a boxing ring or never oh, been in a oh professional yeah, the, boxing it's, fight. It's the analyst. All the analysts, is what they say. That's a stupid thing to say. Tyson Fury is it does bring that awkward dynamic to it. It's like he lulls you to sleep. Yeah. It's like you can't when really eight. get anything going, and yeah. it's so unorthodox that it's hard to figure out. And I don't think Wilder ever faced anything like that at that high of a level before. 
So it'll be interesting to see because if anybody in the world has a puncher's chance, it's that guy. So yes. if he connects, that's it. So this it, is in Fury's hometown, too, right? Yeah, I think it's in Alabama. Is it? That's where he's is from. It? Wilder. Is it? Yeah, Wilder's from Alabama. Yes. Or South Carolina. I thought this fight was in London or something like that. No, no. Uh, the, that's uh, Anthony Joshua. Anthony. He's from London. Yeah, they were gonna fight. Wilder versus Joshua in London. Mm-hmm. I thought Tyson Fury was from over there too. Yeah, he is. Yeah, but that's where I thought the fight was. It's not. I don't, Tyson Fury. I don't from think so. No, Tyson Fury is from England over that way. London, yeah. London. He's a gypsy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the fight's over there. I'm gonna look no, this. I could up. be it's wrong. Not, it's. I don't think it is, Rich. <clears throat> what other fights we got? Those are the two. Yeah, that was it. Okay. We'll uh, go through the the. The big UFC card on the next one, and I'll I'll pick a few fights out of that for us to ha- uh, pick winners and stuff. Okay, we'll talk about that. But for now, that's good. The Lomachenko fight is the same night as that UFC card, I think. So we'll be doing some things. It's in the Staples Center. Yes, Los Angeles. Nice. Okay, December first. So we'll be doing one of those double fight nights for that. Yes, yes, love that. Gotta see that guy fight. Um, all right, y'all. Respect the chat. Episode thirty-four. Walter Payton, Hakeem Olajuwon. We're signing off. Peace, love, and happiness.